After going through the order of davening as an individual, the basic obligation, the Ramam now goes to this, the order of how davening with a minion, is, how the, the obligation of davening looks like when you also fulfill the obligation of doing so with a minion. In the morning, all the people will remain seated. The Chazin descends before the Ark. Uh, it's the idea of going to the Amud. Because uh, the, the, the Pasuk describes from the depths calling out to Hashem. So it's appropriate to actually the, for the Chazin to be in a bit of a depressed, or con- not, not depressed emotionally, but physically a, 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 a concave or a, a dip in the ground. Uh, for the Chazan to step into when he dives into the Amr and stands before the before the uh, before the table before the Ark, where the Sefer Torah is kept. Uh, back then, there were traditionally two Arks. There was a more temporary one that was movable and a permanent one that was in the very front of the shul. The temporary one was uh, a little closer to the middle, somewhat closer than the uh, the, the primary one, uh, and the Chazan would stand in front of the temporary one. He stands amongst the people. And he begins by saying Kaddish. This refers to the Kaddish after Yishtabach. Uh, the assumption is, is that everyone does Pesukah de Zimra, Baruch Omar, and the, the uh, Asherah, etc. and Yishtabach on their own. And afterwards the Chazan gets up and after Yishtabach gets up and says Kaddish, half Kaddish. And everyone responds to the Kaddish by saying Amen. May the great name be blessed for all eternity. With all their abilities, uh, with all their strength, they respond again. Amen. At, at the end of Kaddish, that's the basic obligation of answering Kaddish. Then the Chazan says, "Blessed, blessed, let's bless Hashem, who is blessed." And the people answer, "Blessed be Hashem, who is blessed." Let them vote for all eternity. Then the Chazan continues to present the Shema by reading the brachas out loud. The the people answer Amen. A person who knows how to make the brachas and read them on his own does so with the chazin. Until he finishes the final bracha after the Shema by saying Immediately after the chazin finishes the brachas of Shema and says Gal Yisrael, everyone stands up and davens Shmiyasa quietly. That's if you know how to daven. Someone who does not know how to daven, he stands with and he's quiet. Until until, until, until the chazin finishes davening quietly with everyone else. Anybody who finishes davening with the minion, when you finish davening, you're quiet. You take three steps backward. And you stand in that place that you reach when you finish taking your three steps backward. After the Chazan takes his three steps backward, Yamid, he stands in that place still. Uh, this word of Yamid actually is possibly not supposed to be here because it implies that he that he starts davening in the location that he reaches after taking three steps back. And the Ramam apparently is not understood that way by most of the Mepharshim. So after he takes, three, he takes three steps back, he then after that takes three steps forward. Then the Chazan begins to daven out loud from the beginning of Shemir Esrei, the first bracha. To fulfill the obligation of the person who does not daven, because he does not know how. Everybody, including those who daven already, stand and listen. And the answer, after each bracha, 
whether you did not yet fulfill your obligation, or those who are ready for the obligation, Davin ready, they must also answer Amen after each bracha and listen to each bracha. Halacha Dalit. In the third bracha of Akel Kadesh, they say the Kedusha, which is Nakdishach. Once the Chazim reaches Kedusha, everyone has the right to return to their original place where they daven, take three steps forward. Remember, they took three, they took three steps back when they finished Menesrei. They now may take three steps forward in anticipation of the Chazim starting Nakdishach. When the Chazim reaches Maidim, the Brach of Maidim, and he bows, everyone bows somewhat as well. They don't have to bow exceedingly though. Very many say, we, uh, we give thanks to you, Hashem, uh, Hashem our God, the God of all flesh, our Creator, the Creator of the beginning of all the universe. Blessings and thanks to your great and holy name. Because you kept us alive, and sustained us. May you keep us, continue to keep us alive. May be gracious to us. And gather our exiles. Lachatzkeshecha to your holy courtyards, lishmachukecha to guard your laws of the chav b'emes and serve you with truth. Lasses tzenich and do your will. Believe shalom with a complete heart. Al shenu edim lach because this this that we thankfully acknowledge you. If you say edim two times, we shatkin say we silence him because it appears like he's giving thanks to two different Hashem's. Halacha hey, the achas yashim called tefila. Once they finish the entire shemini esrei, the chazer finishes the whole shemini esrei. He sits down and falls on his face and but but uh, um, and lean over slightly. He and the entire tzibur. While he's fallen over, uh, it says he 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 bends bends over slightly, so he's somewhat in a crawled position. Because again, we said in the earlier program, one should not fall on their face completely unless unless he's confident he is a level of a tzaddik like Yeshua ben Nun. Yeshua, they should sit. pick up his head and remain seated. He and all the people. They supplicate again, saying uh, uh, of of mercy, asking mercy and and from Hashem, while sitting in a loud voice. Then the chazan alone stands up. He says Kadash a second time. They answer the Amin the way they did the first time in the Kadash that preceded Brichas Kishma. And then he says Vurachum, which is a long tachnu. We usually say only Monday and Thursdays. Tila Chulu and then Ashrei, who Oimid while he's standing. The people are seated. And they read with him together. Uh, they read together with him Vurachum and Ashrei, etc. Then they say etc. and the pasuk etc. About the kodesh and you, the holy one, and the whole pasuk of kodesh, and they finish the kedusha, which is the recitation of the pasuk of the kodesh, 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 Hashem Tzvakas Melchol Tzkevaydei. That's what's called Avon calls kedusha. The people respond to that by saying kodesh, kodesh, kodesh three times. Um, so they don't see the whole, according to Ram, the people don't see the whole pasuk. They just Hasan says it alone, and they respond kaddish kaddish kaddish. The chayz of kaddish targum. Then they say the pasuk. The, the Chazin, excuse me, says the pasuk of of kaddish kaddish. Uh, or sorry, v'karaz al zav yamar in the Aramaic translation. The emer v'tisein ruach chulu pasuk of v'tisein ruach, which is the beginning of the pasuk of baruch kvedashem kaimai. 
The Kodesh Tagabini also reads that translated into Aramaic. Wherever that he says, Hashem Yilach Melavad, Hashem reigns for eternity, which is similar to the third Pasuk of Kedushan Shemanesre, which is Yimach Hashem Leilam. Except over here we say, Hashem Yilach Melavad, which is similar but not identical to Yimach Hashem Leilam. The Kodesh Tagabini, they read the translation of that Pasuk into Aramaic, they'll have no so people should understand the reason why all these are translated into Aramaic is so everyone should understand, because this is considered like the basic, essential, minimal amount of terror study that every Jew must do every day, and it's all done in unison together, and that's why it must be translated into the language of the time, the vernacular of the time, which is Aramaic. The reason why the Pasuk of Hashem, Yimach Vod, is used as the third Pasuk, rather than Yimach Hashem Lo'elam, as it is in the Kedush of Hashem is because there's no accepted translation of Aramaic for the book of Tillim. So if you want to say an authentic Aramaic translation to everyone's considered learning Torah, you must use a different Pasuk. So you chose a different one, what's similar from a different book of Tanakh, uh, which is this Pasuk of Hashem, Yimach Lo'elam Vod, which is in in uh, in Shemayis Perek Tzvav Pasuk Yudches, and of course there's a targum on that, and therefore this pasuk is used. Um, in these pesukim, which are before uh, the kedusha of Kaddish Kaddish, meaning about this um and and the pesukim afterwards. Or the and these pesukim with their Aramaic translation, they are called the order of kedusha. After that, after saying, uh, finishing Hashem and its Aramaic translation, you say other verses of supplication, and pesukim of mercy, like and he says kaddish, the complete kaddish. And everyone answers Amen as normal, and then they depart. That is the formal end of the basic obligation of somebody who says when he's supplicating to Hashem the person who has mercy on the bird's nest prohibited us from taking the mother with the children or the eggs together who forbade us from shechting a mother and her child in one day have mercy on us anything else of that nature we silence him because these mitzvahs are decrees of Hashem that are super rational, they're not logical, they're not because of mercy. If it was because of mercy, Hashem would not let us shecht anything at all. It's funny actually, the Ramam elsewhere, Mary uh, of says that it is for purposes of mercy in Rachamim, and Ramam himself in Pirish Hamashnayis writes that it's not because of Rachamim, but it seems that. Essentially, it's not because of Rachamim. It's it's beyond any kind of logical understanding. It's a chayk. But yet, we have an obligation to learn from it what lessons we can learn. And therefore, we can take to, to it the lesson of per, be, being merciful, which is what the Ramam says in the Merinavuchim, where he tries to be uh, very logical and philosophical uh, as much as possible. Um, but we're talking about uh, asking Hashem for mercy based on these mitzvahs and trying to make it sound like that's the main reason that's inappropriate. Should not 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 uh, be uh, um, very much profuse in describing Hashem. The Yemer and say, "Hokel Hagadol, the great God, Giber, mighty, even they're awesome, Chazak, strong, Amitz, mighty, Izuz, and courageous or strong." So Amitz is courageous, Izuz is strong. Uh, a person is unable to really praise Hashem appropriately to, as, as he deserves, so to speak. 
So therefore, by saying all these adjectives, you sound like you believe you can capture Hashem's greatness somehow with words. We only say what Meshav Benu said, and praise Hashem by saying, and that's it. Because that we can rely on Meshav Benu, and uh, anything else is is uh, questionable if it's really legitimate for us to imagine being, being able to capture Hashem by adjectives. Halacha ches the mincha that was all shachas mincha that mincha I'm a shach zibur ashrei shavsecha the chazis starts by saying ashrei and the two psukim which are before the the capital kuf mem hey to ladavi which is the beginning of the capital kaidu huva am miushav he reads it and the people read it together with him while they're all sitting then shach zibur then the chazis stands up and he finishes ashrei very mekalish he says kaddish they they respond to him as is normal mespalum kol blachash and then everyone davens quietly. Of course, again, those who don't know how to daven just wait silently. Then the chazan repeats the whole shemeshet out loud. As he did in the morning, until he finishes the whole shemeshet. Then they fall on their faces as they did in the morning. They supplicate to Hashem. Then they pick their heads up. The chazan and the people. And they supplicate themselves to Hashem. Again, sitting down, as they did in the morning, and then he stand up, the Chazit stands up, and everyone answers Kaddish as normal, and then they depart to their affairs. That's the basic obligation of Mincha. Halacha Tes. When it comes to Mairev, everyone sits together, and the Chazit stands up and he says, and uh, other Pesukim that follow that. And then Baruch Hashem Avayrach, let us bless Hashem who is blessed. V'chulu v'hinayim, and the people respond to that. Baruch Hashem Avayrach, blessed Hashem who is blessed. Blessed be Hashem who is the, the blessed be the blessed be the blessed Hashem. Let them vote forever. Umaschul l'peris al Shema, and he starts presenting the Shema out loud, saying the brachas and the Shema before and after both the brachas before and after out loud. Rebbe Kaddish, and he says Kaddish. Lachakach hakol imdim muspam lachas, and everyone stands up and davish meshes silently. When they finish she says Kaddish. and everyone leaves. At of the Chaz does not repeat the Shemesh out loud. is not a basic obligation. It was not established as an obligation on everybody. the Chaz should not make brachas out loud. out loud to be made to the obligation of those people who do not know how to daven because there's no basic, there's no essential obligation to daven Ma'ariv. It's a rishos which people accepted customarily upon themselves universally, but it's not an essential obligation. Therefore, the chazan does, does not repeat shmeneshe. Sheein kan adam b'shishchayav ben. There's nobody obligated in those brachas of shmeneshe. Kedeleitziyeh dechavase to 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 be to be merchim to have him fulfill his obligation through the chazan. Halacha yud beleilu shabbosus chazer b'shach tzibur Friday night. The chazan does say chazar shashat. He does repeat shmeneshe out loud. Acha shemispal v'lacha shemetzibur ahi davens silently with the community. Uh, he does not say all seven brachas. The same Shemoneser he said quietly. He does not say out loud. He says one bracha which encapsulates the theme of all seven brachas. This is what he says. Bless you, Lord our God, and the God of our fathers. Our God, the God of our fathers. The God of our fathers. The God of the God of Yitzchak. The God of Yitzchak. The God of the God of Yaakov. The God of the great God, the giver, mighty, venerable, awesome, kelyen, supernal God. Who acquires in his mercy heaven and earth, meaning he acquires them by creating them. He shields our forefathers with his word. He resurrects the dead with his with his words, with his statements. Again, this is the theme of the second bracha. Holy God, like whom there is no one. 
who causes rest for his people, B'yem Shabbos Kashay, on his holy Shabbos day. Kivram Ratzah, because he desires them, L'niach Lehem, or Kivram Ratzah L'niach Lehem, because, because to them he desires to give rest, he desires to give rest, L'fan of Navid, B'yem Fachad, we will serve before him, with fear and awe, or awe and fear, and we will uh, give thanks to his name, every day, constantly, according to the, uh, the, the, the uh, appropriate brachis, meaning according to the brachis of uh, that day. Hashem is worthy of being thanked. Master of peace. Sanctifies the Shabbos. And blesses the seventh day. And he brings rest, with holiness, to the nation, who is satisfied with delight, in commemoration of the work of creation. Our God, God of our fathers, uh, desire our rest, etc. The same bracha, the way it said in Shemayn Esrei. Therefore, the Ram doesn't have to say everything. He's going to tell us the whole Nusuch of Davin at the end of Sefer Ava. Blessed you, Hashem, who sanctifies the Shabbos. Kaddish, says Kaddish. And everyone departs. Now, why the Chum Institute saying Chazal Shashat, repeating Shemayn out loud on Friday night, even though it's not on every other, every, any other night of the week? Because most people come to Shul Friday night. Uh, the rest of the week, most people dive in, in their homes. But Friday night, everyone came to Shul. Now, the Shuls back then were not necessarily in the middle of the city. They were kind of out in the outskirts of the town, on the outside. There's um, going to be somebody over there who came late to Shul. So he's not going to be finished yet. He's going to be left alone in the Shul. That's going to cause him to be endangered. Either because a walk home alone, he might get mugged. Or it's also brought down that concept of the Friday night is a time when there's various uh, spiritual mazikim, demons or, or uh, uh, destructive forces have a certain level of, uh, of uh, free reign. But however, they only, they, they, both the thief or uh, the, uh, the mazikim, the, the uh, destructive forces, only endanger a person who's alone. If there's a group, they stay away. Again, so the people should remain behind. Until he finishes, until the person who is late should finish diving to catch up. He'll leave with them. They'll all go together, and no one's going to be in danger. Therefore, because that's the reason, when Shabbos falls out on Yom Tif or Yom Kippur Rosh but the Chazin for Meir Friday night does not mention Mazkis, does not, not, not mention in Yishayim Brachazud the concept of that Bracha. He, he, he finishes off the Kadash Shabbos. He does not say the Kadash Shabbos Vazmanim, or the Kadash Shabbos Yemikipurim, or the Kadash Shabbos Vashachadashim. None of that. Because this bracha that we're making after Shmei Esrei has nothing to do with Friday night. Excuse me. It has nothing to do with Yom Tif or Shchedesh Yom Kippur. On those nights, if it's not Friday night, you would not be saying this bracha. And therefore, this you don't mention that the theme of that day in the bracha because this, this bracha has no connection with with the day of Yom Tif or Shchedesh Yom Kippur. It's only connected to Friday night, to Shabbos. Halachi Gimel. And the reason is because on Friday night, Excuse me, on Yom Tif or Shchedesh or Yom Kippur, not everyone came to Shul necessarily. If it was not Shabbos, it's only it's only Friday night related. Alchi Gimel, 
Shabbos is Yom Tevim on Shabbos and Yom Tev, Kishrem is Shachsi, but Phil Shachas, because when the Chaz finishes Davening Shmesri out loud, Eimer, he says, Kaddish, 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 and afterwards he says, Ashrei, Vichulu, Eimer Kaddish, he says Kaddish again, and was found Musaf Lachas, Dav Musaf, quietly. The Ram does not mention Kriya Sateri here because he's talking about the basic obligation of Tefillah of Davening. The obligation of reading from the Tehra is a separate obligation and how it plays into the Seder of Davening, the Raman will say uh, later on. Afterwards, the Chazan repeats Shemir Esri of Musaf out loud. As he did by Shachris. Uh, and he says Kedusha as well. The, the same way it's said by Shachris. According to Raman, the Nusach is the same. Nagdishach. And he says Kaddish Achatvus Musaf. He says Kaddish following Musaf. And everyone leaves. You don't say the Kedusha and the supplication prayers, meaning what we call the Volatsiyin. After Shachris, as you would during the weekday, you say it later before Mincha. The reason for that is because since the basic reason why you say Volatsiyin is in order to have Kedusha and Shachris three times, once you say it in Brichas Kriyashma, you say Kaddish, 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 and Baruch. Then again, then again, so you've already said three times uh, um, on Shabbos because you said Kedusha Berchus Krishma and Kedusha of Chalos Hashatz of Shachris, and then you said it in Kedusha of Musaf, what we call Keser. So therefore, since you already said it three times, and the basic obligation of the Musaf of 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 of, of, of is to make sure everyone learns a little bit of Torah. But on Shabbos, anyways, there's no working, so everyone's going to learn something anyways. So therefore, to say of all at that point, when it's already late, because you're ready to have a Musaf, and it's later than usual. So for that reason, we don't say Volatzin then. But because you don't want to, we don't want to skip it completely, we say it later on by Mincha. Ketzad. How does that work? Karetil um, David, by Mincha on Shabbos. What's the state of Mincha on Shabbos? You read first Ashrei, then you say the Seder Hayyim, which means Avalatsiyim, which is called the Seder Hayyim, the order of the day, because it's the basic order of basic learning obligation, the minimal learning obligation of the Psukim of Kaddish, Baruch, and Hashem Yimlech with their Aramaic translations. But again, the words, the Psukim of mercy that we say towards the end of Avalatsiyim, Verme Kaddish, and says Kaddish, Mispal Mincha Davin Mincha, and the Chazin repeats. Mincha Shmanesri out loud, but in Mikalish he says Kaddish again, and then the davening is over. Allah Hidalad, Rosh Kadash and Mikhosh Maid, Amrish Khadish and Khalamaid, Aim said the Hakadusha Khan Fils Musaf, then Vavalatin is said just before Musaf. Malti Shabbas Aimer Saidayim Gam Akatvas Arev, Amatha Shabbas. Normally we don't say Vavalatin Matha Shabbas, but we do say Vavalatin Matha Shabbas, excuse me, we don't say Vavalatin by Mayrev, we do say it by Mayrev Matha Shabbas, but even Kaddish and after you say Kaddish, Machak Mavdil and afterwards make Avdullah. It's not clear why the Rambam adds Havdalah in the halachas of davening. He did not mention Kiddush in the halachas of Friday night davening. The reason why we say Volatzin on, on Matzah Shabbos is because since on Shabbos the Shabbos are not punishing a henna, but after Shabbos they go back to their punishment, we want to delay it a little bit and delay, make my uh, end a little bit later. This way we delay the punishment of the uh, of the uh, Shabbos and Gehenim a little bit longer.